that was amazing. That was amazing. You're so lucky, Kat. But anyway, going abroad means that you have to be good in English and type the test, right? Actually, we're still confused about some kind of English text. So, can you explain it to us, Kat? Wow, nice question, Tegar. If you say that someone is a master of a particular language, you mean that they are extremely skilled at it. And to spill the beans, it is measured by certain official tests. Simply put, language testing is the measurement of a person's ability to use language in some way. Of course, that doesn't clarify much because language is an incredibly complex phenomenon involving a number of distinct skills that interact with each other in any number of ways. For their reason, to provide a language testing definition in the context of your organization means to talk about which skills you are wanting to measure and why, such as we have been truly familiar with TOEFL, the IELTS, and TOEIC. Thank you for the explanation, mine, but I still can't understand what is the difference between TOEFL, IELTS, and TOEIC, like how's the correct pronunciation and maybe more about it. Nice. Firstly, we must understand the background that all international students and workers shall take a standardized test of English to measure their level of mastery. There are three popular tests that universities or employers can use. They are the TOEFL, Test of English as a Foreign Language, and the IELTS, International English Language Testing System, and the TOEIC, the Test of English for International Communication. Wow, okay, Ka, but on to ask something from those kinds, which one is used more often and what makes it look more special than others? Simply speaking, Tegar, TOEFL or the IELTS is most familiar for us. Yet again, it is back to the purpose. There are several versions of the TOEFL. Many United States universities will require the TOEFL IBT for international student admissions. Another TOEFL is the paper-based TOEFL or TOEFL ITP. Uh, this one, TOEFL ITP is used within institutions for the purpose of placements or to evaluate progress of students. It is not accepted for entrance to the university. For instance, you want to study in the USA or UK, I'm sure you are required to take the IELTS test. Oh good, I learned so much tonight about those kind of tests but anyway, where can we use that kind of test? I mean, do we use it only some countries or maybe in all countries? In most cases, the choice is clear. They will inform you which tests are required, as long as English is not your native speaker. However, some programs or universities, for example in Australia, Canada, USA or United Kingdom, will accept scores from any of the international tests of English. Therefore, I hope it is clear that one of the main differences is the purpose of these exams. Generally, TOEFL and the IELTS are for people who want to study abroad or emigrate to an English-speaking country, whereas TOEIC is more for work and business purposes. Um, then, 
how can we do the IELTS test card? Is there any online or should it be written or how card? Well, Tegar, the IELTS test academic and general language skills. It has two forms. First, the listening and speaking sections. Second, the reading and writing sections. However, there are two different tests. The academic IELTS uses topics and materials covered in undergraduate, master's degree, or professional program. The general IELTS uses topic and material from daily books, newspapers, and magazines. I'll give you an example based on my own experience. I have taken three tests, the ITP, IBT, and the IELTS. And I'll declare the paper-based or institutional test, the TOEFL ITP, is easier. Why? You know guys, the ITP is similar to the multiple choice test students usually take. And a major difference between the TOEFL IBT and the IELTS is in the speaking section. On the IELTS, you have a face-to-face -face interview or conversation with a certified examiner. While on the TOEFL IBT, you listen to a situation and record your response using a computer. Hence, for the TOEFL IBT, it is highly more challenging because we have to speak with the computer and we didn't get to meet the real person who talked with us. I remember there were about 20 or 30 people in the room and the hardest part is the speaking test because when I was about to speak and the person next to me also started to speak then somehow I lost concentration because I could hear what the other participants said during the speaking test Wow, that turns out to be loud and very interesting the ITP and IBT. For the IBT, I think sounds hard because we have to speak with the computer while we still having trouble speaking directly with humans. It must be not easy. So, Kalukman, do you have any tips for getting a high score in the test? Like, how do we learn about the test and how we get the high score in it? Very great question, Angun. And guys, don't forget to write down what I say. You can get a head start on building your skills on your own long before test day. Well guys, I'm as the guest star right now. I'm suggesting you three important things you can do. Number one, improve your vocabulary. Strategy that I love is enjoying a target, for example, five words, five new words in a day. Just five, but it is make sure new words in a day. Number two, develop your note-taking skills because both the TOEFL and the IELTS have listening sections that test your ability to understand spoken English. We'll have to listen and take notes on what we hear so that we can answer questions correctly. Note-taking is not all the words. Don't worry. To put it simply, it is okay to just write down some keyword or just a part of a word or symbol. This means that you guys write down shorter form of word. For example, the word like Alaska might be written as four alphabet A, L, S, K or just two alphabet A and K which is the state's official abbreviation to make sure you have to develop your note-taking skill. Number three, improve your reading and listening skills with any content you enjoy. 
the best way to become a better reader and listener is to read more and listen more. To improve our reading, I would suggest reading periodicals such as The Wall Street Journal, The Economist, The New York Times, and The Jakarta Post. For listening, I would suggest checking out the websites of NPR, you know, National Public Radio, the BBC, British Broadcasting Corporation, and also some of your favorite English channels on YouTube. Well guys, I hope these tips help, and I hope you get a chance to practice them well in advance of the test. Well, it's note, God. It's note. And thank you so much, Kalkman. I'm going to try those tips when I do the test someday. Yeah, so I can get a high score. Yeah, it is such precious information that is needed by many people, including me too. We got so many things from Kalkman tonight, so for all the first listeners, you got that too, right? Well, our conversation is delightful, but guys, I think that our time is almost up. So maybe we can continue our great conversation in other episodes of SAF in this podcast. Oh, unfortunately. But don't worry guys, you can still get other useful information from us because we will always update every Saturday night. And maybe once again, I would like to say thank you so much to Kalman for being with us and telling us lots of interesting information tonight. With pleasure, Anger and Tegar, for our beloved listeners, last but not least, put in mind that no pain, no gain. Let's do this all like practice makes perfect, and we are learning by doing. And I believe that there is no joy without hardship. Hardship here in this context means commitment and seriousness to achieve high scores. Thank you. Yay! Thank you, Kalkman, for this amazing opportunity to talk with you, of course. And I hope we can talk each other again someday in different situations, of course. But before that, remember guys, if God takes us to some journey, He will always guide us to find a way. So you must believe, enjoy the process, and do your best. Okay, I think that's all for the end of today's episode. Thank you Kalkman for coming and thank you to our listeners out there for listening to ourselves in this podcast. Don't forget to click the love button and share it with your friends. You also can listen to our podcast on Self Unshoot Spotify and YouTube channel. Make sure you always stay updated with our podcast by following us on Instagram, YouTube, and Spotify. And see you soon on the next exciting episode with another amazing announcer. Self in this podcast. A podcast that can be your set night soulmates.